Talking local indie superstars and legends. There's no disqualifications. There's no holds barred when it comes to the conversations that you will hear on From Parts Unknown. When wrestling was real. When wrestling was awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to introduce the The fucking intro music's awesome. Um, appreciate you guys being in here. I, I took uh, advantage of something as I was sitting back. Um, we just got off of a awesome taping of Joe for President, episode two. My boy Jimmy's in the studio. We have been conversing with each other about doing some different type of shows. I was telling him I was doing this wrestling show called From Parts Unknown. I asked him if he'd be a part, if he'd be my tag team partner on Hell this motherfucker, yeah. and he he uh, he's down. I'll be so your Huckleberry. Gotta, I, yeah, <laughs> I got a privilege of having him in here, man. And so this is a uh, this is my first episode with him. And as we were talking before, now we got to do a new intro. Yeah. Now we're going to be shooting an intro. Uh, but our first guest was right under our nose. So I wanted to take advantage of it. So I'd like to welcome Joe Lucas to the program. How you doing, Joe? I'm doing great. The only reason I'm here because I got no ride home. <laughs> oh, we have Leono, so we're taking a timeout. Stuck inside, I'm a landmine, been a little while, feels like a lifetime, down and out, been drunk for six weeks, gotta look within, don't wanna speak, I got soul power, soul power, Sickness, this stupid quarantine. Wanna smash it, blow up everything. Headed for a stroke, it's a stressor coming out of my skin. High blood pressure, breathing now, giving now, become electrified. Don't cave, man, ride the wave, man. I'm amplified So power So power So power So power Stuck inside I'm a landmine Been a little while Feels like a lifetime down and out Been drunk for six weeks Gotta look within Don't wanna speak Breathing now Giving now Become electrified Don't cave man Ride the wave man I'm amplified So power 
parts unknown. We're talking about beer. Hell yeah. B E E R beer. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. It's good. Mm, beer. I love some beer. What about um, a fl- flaming mo. A flaming mo. I wish I had. <laughs> I I used to have a Duff's. It wasn't a real beer, but it looked like a Duff's beer can, and it was a bank, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It was kind of cool. I liked anything that was the Duff's or in the Moe's bar or whatever when it came to the Simpsons. I can't believe it's still on. Like It's unbelievable, right? It, I remember when it was a cartoon on that other show mm-hmm. on Fox when it yeah, first started. Uh, yeah, it was like a side uh, huh? project. It was the Trace Elman. Yeah, show. the Trace Elman show. There you go, Joe. Sure Coming through in the clutch. Boom. Yeah. Fox. When Fox first came, think of what they had. Herman's head. Boom. <laughs> Bro. It, it was a sitcom it, it, inside it, his head. And, yep. and, and, and I remember the, the Simpsons when it first came on. Uh-huh. People raised hell about how vulgar it Ooh, was yeah. and some of the shit that they did on there. And yeah. I tell people about that. And like, for, and I don't know why this sticks with me, but the, the Roseanne Barr show that had the first lesbian kiss on it. And yeah. what an uproar that was. TV Guide was still there, though. Yeah. You know, like, TV Guide was gossip every yeah. week. And, 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 and Joe's probably laughing at me and you right now, Nick, about oh, like, yeah, he's, it, like, it, he's yeah. like, this is wild TV. Well, uh-huh. well, I was around when it was black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what hey. I wonder, man, is what was a risque cartoon before Simpsons? Risque cartoon. Heathcliff, Scooby Doo. I mean, well, if this is a, if you pay close attention, uh huh, you watch some of the old Mary Melodies uh-huh. things. Mary Melodies, yeah. You wouldn't believe, but it's the double entendre that they come up with about body parts and uh-huh. this, that, and other. So if you're not really paying attention, right, you 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 don't get it because it it's like they patterned in like Bugs Bunny mm-hmm. was patterned after the Marx Brothers. It, well, didn't Bugs do blackface? Yeah, he sure yeah. did. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, but him, uh, Daffy Duck, Porky Pig would throw in some great stuff, uh-huh. and people didn't get it, and all of a sudden. Some people would get it, and they say, "Oh, this doesn't need to be on yeah. TV. Our kids are watching this." But it, it was it was too hard to stay on there. Yeah. But uh, really, when I was a kid, there wasn't. I guess Scooby Doo was about risque as you got because you See, knew that's all I was thinking, there was the because well, you knew Thelma was a lesbian, and, <laughs> and none of your parents did. You know, yeah. It's like you know, Joe. You probably remember the premiere of Andy Griffith, don't you? Oh, what a good show. You know. <laughs> Joe is deeply offended. I yeah, the Danny that. Thomas show. Yep. Uh, no uh, shit. There's a table sitting next to me. It's getting ready to come in you. That Andy Griffin It's not comment. gimmicked either, baby. You know, come on, dude. You were around that, for the pre- premiere, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm on your show now. And one of these days, I'll tell... 
my story for my show on your show and make you just get you again. <laughs> oh, yeah. You reap what you face is already turned you red. You reap what you sh- sow when you're doing favors for each other on each other's shows. <laughs> yeah. How about your people call my people and we'll set it up? <laughs> Man, we're going to take it to a song off of that, dude. This is Negative 77. Um, the song we're going to listen to is called Mark My Words. Skullface Records Radio.
so we talk wrestling here. Shoot um, the shit. We can we can talk about anything we fucking want to Amen. here. According to wrestling. So let's go mainstream. As mainstream as we want to. Let's go out of the sure. indies just for a segment. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it to Jimmy. Yeah, and yeah. you can give whatever topic you want to, and we'll all just shoot the shit on whatever we think about it. Okay, cool, cool. Is that cool? Uh, yeah. All right. I I I'm gonna throw something hot out there, okay? Gotcha. Been been kind of a hot button issue recently last year or so. Uh I'm going to throw it out there on the national basis. I'm not talking on the independent basis. What about intergender wrestling? Uh-huh. Tessa Blanchard was yeah. recently the uh, Impact Heavyweight Champion. She she wrestled like Brian Cage and like all their top guys at the time. But uh, no, like I, I, I'm going to throw this out there to you all. Thoughts, opinions, likes, dislikes. Do you want to go first, Joe, or do you want me to go? Yeah, I'll go first because I watched it tonight. They had the little gauntlet uh-huh. where she, I guess she won the uh, championship, or I don't remember if she just won the title. Uh-huh. And I'm sitting there shaking my head because it's yeah. like, this is not real. This is not <clears throat> real. If you really want to have an intergender match, make it real uh don't make it obvious where the woman just wins because she's a woman which i've seen happen a lot over the years but it it wouldn't catch on because people didn't like it but uh to me i i I just i don't care for it because i think it's kind of really unbelievable it's kind of like let's go this way it's like Ray Mysterio wrestling the big show and beating him. Yeah. You, you know, happen, you right? know Ray Mysterio right. is not going to beat the big show if he doesn't want him to. But he can roll him up in a six man somehow cool and get a big pop, but it's not going to happen one on one. Right, right. Don't so that's how what I feel about energy and wrestling. All right. Yeah. That's fair take. Mine's like what are they trying to prove? Okay. All right. Let's say glow. Okay. Let's say glow is a regular uh, thing that that goes on here locally. And Jimmy goes in there and beats the fuck out of everybody in there and walks out with their title. Is that the same thing? What are you proving? Are you proving anything by that? Right. Like... And the, the th- thing about it is, and like for for me, uh-huh. this would absolutely sell me a ticket on an on, on a national basis or a pay per view. Yeah, like as a main event. Well, no, no, no like um, imagine. Let's take WWE for example. Okay, uh-huh. well, let's take when Rousey was there. Okay, because yeah. she was she's been the most recent like big crossover star for sure. from from MMA. Okay, what would have happened? During a Raw or a, to lead to some kind of pay-per-view match, if they would have booked her against Brock Lesnar, yeah. To me, the intriguing part there, that match might be terrible, but she couldn't take she couldn't but, take the but 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 suplexes. Here's the most important thing. 
people would absolutely pay to see yeah, the sure. spectacle of that. Yeah, they like they'd like to see the stare down. Well, there. Uh, this is oh years ago, and I can't. Heather Feather uh-huh. was her name. Big old girl. Uh, I'd say she's probably about six three, six four. Good sized girl, probably uh-huh. pushing three fifteen. Yeah. Uh, she went all over the South, challenging wrestlers. You know, I want to wrestle men. Yeah. I don't want to wrestle your women's champion. I want to wrestle men. Well, she would get an odd match here and there and elsewhere. Well, she made the mistake of rolling in. I think it was, I don't know if it's North Carolina, South Carolina, and Jimmy Golden was wrestling down there. And she got running her mouth a little too hard, and Jimmy Golden broke her jaw. Yeah. And that's the last you ever heard of Heather Feather. She was gone. There you go. I mean, he just didn't want to take it anymore. Popped her. And this, and that's, they didn't, wasn't even in the ring. Damn. He just popped her in it. Like, my my real opinion of it is it's like uh you know it's like Andre it's like Jake the Snake it's it's a gimmick yeah yeah I don't think it needs a belt right if you got a chick let her feud with somebody who's maybe down on the card right to build her up with what she's doing with the Rousey say for instance this Rousey won a money in the bank mm-hmm. let that happen right she wins the money in the bank, comes in, slaps a nerve hold on the champion, wins the championship, then fights against the woman champion. Right. And then she builds the woman champion by the woman champion being I, the WWE I, champion. It, yeah. And, and, dude, I get that. To me, the women in the WWE right now, uh-huh. they're better than they've ever been. And, honestly, like, that's not a lie. some of them are better than some of the males working on top. That could be it, but... You know? If we picked the four best, in our opinion, of who's in WWE right now... Okay. Versus the four best chicks, is it a match? Uh, It's not a squash match? I, I, I just... What do you think? I just really don't see it happening. See, it's, it's, it's like... Men I, are too involved, we're different too, too much stronger, for some too reason. much bigger. And if you're wise to the wrestling business at all... Does it uh, require too much safety on, on a bigger I, guy having I, to I, let up because right. they're afraid they're going to hurt somebody? I think their biggest issue on national television is their sponsors in that situation because that's a real... Like it, it's different when not you, doing it makes when, you look like a fucking when, asshole. When when you're doing something in front of an armory, in front of two, three hundred people, whatever, uh-huh. and even if it's live stream, that that's cool. But when you're talking putting on something on USA or TNT or any of these other big channels, yeah, I'm sure a lot of their advertisers want nothing in the world to do with intergender wrestling, and I can understand fully. You know, yeah. You know, I, I just, I, I just, I don't, I, like I say, I just don't like it. Uh, I, I think it's an insult to uh, male wrestlers and really most wrestling fans. Now, I know a lot of women wrestle out there think, oh, this is great. We're getting our spot. Well, most guys, 
are not smart enough to go and tell the If lies. you're a woman, you yeah. do not have to beat a man to get the spot. Sherry Martell, man. Mm-hmm. She was oh, on the Lord. TV as a main character for decades. Yep. And she did not have to go in there and body slam and leg drop Hulk Hogan. Nope. Nope. Not at all. Well, Jim, one of these days, <laughs> I'm going to have to tell a Sherry Martell story. Oh, oh, yeah. Whoa. You are, Talk buddy. And her birds. Woo. Woo. It was a trip. Does she have parrots or what? No, uh, budgets, parakeets. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, there's like fifty of them in a one bedroom apartment, and half of them flew. She was my favorite, and you know I love Macho Man with her. When she came in and she went with Macho Man, especially when he was the king, it was such a fucking gimmick change. Amen. It was awesome. It was Even nice. when she was with Shawn Michaels there for Bow a little bit. Bow. Yes. Yep. She made it at the beginning for him, man. I liked her with Harlem Heat. Yeah. Sister Sherry. Jesus. Sherry's a cool chick, man. Yeah. She really was. She just had, had her problems. And uh, you guys probably might not have realized that. Huh. There for about, it was only about five months. Him, her and I forgot his name. Actually, I had a half-hour wrestling show on Channel Thirty Six yep. in Lexington, awesome. and they just T- filmed it out. Of ta- what what used to be Tattersalls? Oh no, yep. shit! I yep. know where that's yep. at. Is, is it still around? No. Oh, no. Well, <laughs> it's empty. <laughs> yeah, but that's they had that I little know show. That, the name's still on there, and it was a good little show with no commercials. But they couldn't keep sponsors. But Sherry at Dude. the time was having some problems, and I understand. Her and her partner wouldn't pay in her bills. Yeah. So, you know, so. the, 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 Nick, this guy used to run shows in Lexington, okay? Uh-huh. And on one show one time, he had advertised Eddie Guerrero, uh, 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 Hooventoot Guerrero, Hooventoot, a psychosis, Boom. the wall. Uh, yeah, he had, uh, I think Axel Rotten was on the show. To like 2001. Yeah. Crew. Like, bro, <laughs> this show was insane. Yeah. And then come day of the show, and Eddie Guerrero was a quote unquote no show. Oh. Uh, yeah. Quote unquote. But the, the, like, and he ran a bunch of shows like this. Uh huh. And these these fuckers were loaded with talent, like, yeah, loaded. And, oh, and, and I'm talking like for fifteen bucks, you could get in and see like huge. I wonder huge if there's any names. footage. Yeah, or anybody yeah. Really he think. run yeah. that armory there down there next to downtown. Oh, you know where, where ICW was? originally started. D- yep, dude. Even when when he was on his way out, like <clears throat> he he ran for a couple years, uh-huh. dude. He ran over in Lawrenceburg one night, okay, gotcha, and brought in friggin' Chris Jericho for a meet and greet. <laughs> why he why he was still under contract at WWE? I will never forget it. This dude's probably got a fucking. He can talk. You could say that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Giggity, giggity, giggity. All right. But, but, but yeah, man, the, the, the shows were absolute insanity as far as big who's who. That sounds who. badass. Yeah. I want to ask you guys a couple questions about luchadors. 
Um, around that time, as soon as we get back, I'm going to take it to a song real quick. This is the backup beatdowns. This song is called Matta. You guys are listening to From Parts Unknown on Skullface Records Radio. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Evan Smith coming for the backup beatdowns. You're listening to Skullface Records Radio. Don't let your mom catch appreciate you coming in and doing the show for us man um every time we get together the conversation's fun and i have a question you brought up juventud guerrero yes when i when i first seen juventud guerrero it was one of the few times when a wrestler in that type of manner made me forget about Rey mysterio Mm -hmm. 
you guys think about who's your guys favorite say from and you can go back as far as you want to who's your favorite luchador hector guerrero hector huh hector yeah was great until he became the second laser tron Oh, and on the 605, like when he was wrestling against like Terry Taylor. Yeah. Right? He, I Correct? mean, back in the day. Lasertron. That's his fucking name. Yeah. I've asked people several yeah. times, who was the guy that came in, dressed up like, you know, Captain Planet or whatever it is in his space uniform. And he, he threw like, a, he was he was running around. He was flipping. That's Hector. Is that the same guy who was the bird that came out of the egg? <laughs> that one I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I it, think he, yeah, yeah the gog, gobbledygooker. gobbledygooker. Oh, okay. He was. That, that go was, ahead. I'm sorry. I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, you just blew my mind. My, my, oh, my, yeah. My but Hector Guerrero, tell us some cool shit about him. I'm tell you what, Hector. Of course, uh, he's Eddie's. Actually, Eddie's Eddie Guerrero's brother, but. Uh, their family that it was funny their ages were real far spread it's like myself mm-hmm. I've got a brother that's 26 years older than me oh yeah so Hector was like an uncle right. to Eddie you know and a mentor yeah and a and, wrestler so it's and like Hector damn. grew up under his you know his uncle and his dad you know wrestling Lucha Rebe shows and Mexico, heavy uh-huh. in, uh, uh, you know, down in Texas, and yep. then he he would start hitting Florida, and he he was just good talent, and, and he made a pretty good sell for him in Georgia Championship Wrestling, and uh, basically he done a little bit more NWA and uh, Vince stowed him away and put him under different you know different. You know monikers, but where he always had a hood on and things so like that. So you didn't like the Lasertron? No, no. What did he? Co- he only was there for what three months? Like a three month run with that? Yeah, I, I think what it really came down to, uh, it was a short term contract, uh-huh. and he had to go back to Texas, and I think his great uncle was running shows right on the border gotcha. and he was basically like on loan gotcha. but there's a thing that all these wwe wrestlers will tell you uh-huh. if you sign one contract with vince mcmahon you're signed for life no shit you're not going to get away from him he'll con you and somehow coming back or say i've got this you got Love to come it. back and do this yeah show. that money but yep. he draws them in yep um Amen. jimmy um I've actually got two. Um, Yeah. Tie for first. Yeah. Well, one's a a, double shot. Let me go ahead and give you my real oddball one first, okay? Uh huh. This was WCW 90, late 98, early 99 ish. Gotcha. That that, that time period. Gotcha. Blitzkrieg. Blitzkrieg. I remember Blitzkrieg, yeah. Yeah. Do do you all know the backstory behind it? No clue. Let us know the the backstory. The dude was like a, uh, and I'm going to screw this up, but he. He was like some kind of hot shot, big shot computer programmer. Huh. Walked in. He may have had a little training, but he was with. But he could do all these insane Gymnast. aerial gymnastics. Yeah. And that and like somebody saw him and they're like, "Hey, we can get you on Monday Nitro." And and like he, had, I guess he had done some a few independent shots or what have you. Oh yeah. 
And like he got on Nitro and just did the most insane insane things. Like him and Juventud Guerrero had a match at one of the pay per views there. Uh-huh. It was just insanity. You but, know what would be cool is watching old Nitros on yeah. here, man. Jesus. And, 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 and here's somebody else, and simply for his longevity, and like his matches now are just brutal to watch. And he's got to be pushing sixty, if not already there, dude. La, La Parca is the the man, hands down. <laughs> like, and just finding out more about him and just what type of G shit he tries to pull at shows. Yeah. And it's just unreal. Dude, I have WCW Revenge for Nintendo 64 sitting within kicking distance from yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Two weeks ago, I had a buddy down that I play a lot of those games with named Fail Hickman. Shout out. He's going to be at the bachelor party Saturday. Me, Fail, it might have been Slim, and then it was a computer. We all picked Luchas. Hell yeah. Did Fail pick LaParka? Yeah. He picked LaParka. Yeah, he was LaParka. And one. No doubt. He won with LaParka. So we got to see the La whole Par- dance at the end and everything, baby. It was nice. La- LaParka <laughs> don't do jobs, man. Duh. Don't. No, no, no jobs. <laughs> yeah. The chairman. That's awesome, <laughs> yep. dude. We're going to listen to a little bit more music real quick, man, and we'll be right back with Joe Lucas live in the studio. You're listening to From Parts Unknown. Um, this is Swamped and Ashy. The song is called Hot at Me. Skullface Records Radio.
it is starting to get evening around here. Yeah. We're probably going to have to wrap up the night, man. This Saturday's been fun. I mean, this Sunday, see, the day, it's been so fun. I lost track. Actually, I've been in the studio so much this weekend. So is Slim. Slim's laid out, and I've lost my mind. You That's might what well, happens. You might as well set, a little, set up a cot over there and just, <laughs> set, just hang out. You, you know my ankle monitor says I have to be in right? by dusk. And you we know, have, and it's getting there. And we have local awesome pizza Leonos yeah. fixing to be Best delivered to the to the cool Marie. Marie's there waiting on it and uh, man I'm kind of jealous of her. You know what I'm saying? She's going to be eating a awesome dinner tonight. She'll be eating good. I, I decided I'm keeping it and fixing her a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> eating it all yeah. the way home, now. He eats it right next to me too. He don't even give me a piece. He's like I'm hammering this down. No shame <laughs> in my game. Hell no. <laughs> Um, so we're going to be doing what we were thinking about doing, Joe, is some watch-alongs with some Arn Anderson matches. If you could see Arn Anderson in a match with anybody, or if you've seen Arn Anderson in the match with the person that you wanted to and was the, your best match of him, who would you want to see looking across the ring from Arn? Ole. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Boom. They actually had a few matches. Yeah. I, yeah I, they, they were wrestling clinics, and then, of course, it turned into a brawl, you know. Right. So. Right. Do you think yeah. they ever had the thought of when Arn and Tully went together for Ole to come in with someone? Uh, that That's when, you know, Ole was... He was kind of done? Yeah, and he, yeah. he was... Trying to be the nice guy again, you know, and right, um, and I don't think he ever really liked Tully that much from just from what I've read. Because uh, you guys have to remember, we didn't have wall to wall footage, you know, on wrestling. Yeah, so we would buy wrestling magazines like Ooh, crazy. Which you know, my son Larry, yes. he has like 850 wrestling magazine. He does. Categorized the NLGNs. It tells you the inside, and this is not just the bull. The wrestlers telling you they, you know, it's guys inside the business that yes. knows what's going on. That, so. That's that's incredible, dude. Do you used to buy them for a dime, Joe? No, I <laughs> I, uh, I, I didn't buy cheap like I did your mom. I'm sorry folks I I shouldn't I shouldn't (laughs) went low like that no no his mom wasn't cheap like it she was only five dollars double shots double shots just like a big block of government cheese (laughs) you know and what I'm afraid of he's gonna ask me to ride with him to some wrestling matches. Man. Yeah, they're going to get you back, man. We're going to listen <laughs> to some right. tunes real quick off that, dude. This is the Psychotic Marvel. This song is called Blame. Skullface Records Radio.
last segment of the night, man. We're wrapping this day up. Jimmy? Yeah. So we were talking earlier. I was asking you. I know you've came to me and you want to do a sports show. Yeah. And that's cool. Yeah. Do your thing. If you come with the format and you line it up, you are more than welcome to get behind the mic and tell people how it is on your sports opinion anytime you want to. Already, I can. But in the meantime, what's that? You want to come help me host from Parts Unknown? Hell yeah, man! Yeah, dude. So we're gonna have to get you on the theme. We're gonna have to get a couple things we got in, and I know the cool thing is, man, you have the inside scoop on the Indies because you've lived it for almost two fucking decades. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. You know, and I didn't need uh, permission from anybody to say right, that. Right, right. Three. <laughs> you didn't quite get me as as, as the first one. Then. Yeah, the first the first one was really perfect. Joe got me on that one. <laughs> it was so perfect, man. He wrapped that around from fifteen minutes into bam. <laughs> <laughs> so Jimmy. This is the last segment. This won't be the last time we have him as a guest, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure not. This will be a, probably a part one, part I two, I know part where three. the studio is. I'm coming back. Absolutely. So, But you have one last chance to ask Joe any kind of wrestling question that you want. So let it go. Oh, yeah. All right, Joe. Here's one for you. Put your thinking cap on. All right, Joe? And I'm sure this has been asked elsewhere before, but I just want to get your take on this, Joe. If Hulk Hogan did not leave AWA, what would have the wrestling landscape looked like years later? Bro, Bruiser Brody had Hulk Hogan's spot in WWF. Wow. So it would have been a totally different animal from what we see it now. I don't think you would have had... Uh, the kids? It, it, yeah, so aimed at children because right. with Bruiser Brody's or King Kong Brody, whatever you want to call him, with his intensity, it wasn't going to go there. Right. And... uh I think that would have changed wrestling com- completely. You wouldn't have wrestling cartoons on Saturday morning. Right. You wouldn't have wrestling buddies. And people could have actually gone to wrestling shows and had a lot more fun. I mean, I had fun taking my kids to wrestling shows. But I had more fun without them. Right. Absolutely. So, so, I agree with that. Let, let, me, let me ask you both this on the back end. Uh-huh kind of the same topic gotcha what if flair jumps 1985 when he's in his prime to wwf and hogan's there <laughs> and and I, all I, those stars i'm gonna tell there. you what i think can i tell you what i think first he's fucking greg the hammer valentine part two you think yeah I mean, and on top of that's that what it was that's what greg the hammer valentine was going into wwe wasn't he yeah basically that's it and, and flair had it set in nwa and he of was course, the man. he was wrestling in Japan a lot, and he was on his own Learjet. Yeah. So the money was too good, it was too safe, mm-hmm. and uh, he could have stayed with them beautiful Southern bells, you know, and and stayed where the weather was warm. I just, I just never really seen that happen. Uh, Flair was to me almost 
getting ready to be a has-been when he went WWE. Whoo, coming out hot, Joe Luke. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. You it's know, still one of yeah. the greatest wrestlers. I mean, ever. taking a bruiser in that way is, you know, I'm wearing a bruiser shirt right this mm-hmm. fucking second. I'm a huge bruiser. Dude would have been a huge, huge star if he would have got on a national program, son. And that was the whole idea of it. If he would have stayed long enough, let me throw that out there. Well, that's the problem. He he, <laughs> he had that Mitchy feet, I and mean, as soon as he would get you know rolling in some territory. He was just up and leave out of nowhere. There, yeah. there, there's a story out there on one of the podcasts where he was working in Houston. They brought him in for a big main event, and there was a discrepancy about a payoff he was supposed to have gotten. Uh-huh. And the dude just sat down in the middle of the ring and, oh, did, yeah. and did nothing. And, yep. the, and the people were like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? And like like the promoter like or, or, or whoever was the booker or, or handler went to the ring and like hey you know like let's get this going and like he's holding them up for money and they just agreed to pay him and they, they had, paid him and yeah. they had and the he match got and left yeah and, had I, the match and left i gotta tell you a really cute story about bruiser brody a cute and, story about yeah, Bruiser brody and dusty Rhodes. well brody goes in he's What's working cool for is? watson Rhodes leads a loser lead town match uh-huh and uh, Dusty Rhodes comes back as the, what is it, Midnight Cowboy. Uh-huh. Midnight Rider. Midnight Rider, yeah. And he has this big splotch, big fat gut, and everybody knows it's Dusty Rhodes, you know. It's like, okay. So he's feuding with Bruiser Brody. Wow, so what a match. Bruiser Brody finally loses uh, Loser Leave Town to the Midnight Rider. Well, be damned two weeks later, Brody comes in with his beard hanging out with a mask just like Dusty Rhodes playing the same theme music. Yeah. I was like, and everybody's like, what the hell? And they're two midnight riders wrestling each other. Man, what do you guys think about uh, Brody Lee, man? Like, when I first seen him a decade ago, I thought, boom, here's the second chance for that style to come back and really mean something. What do you think? Have you seen the way he's been used in uh, AEW? Mm-hmm. Have you? Yeah. What do you think about it? Joe, I'll let you go first. I really don't know. Uh, um, Rhodey Lee, I've always liked him. Yeah. I, like with AEW, it's been very hit or miss with him. Ain't it weird? Very, very hit or miss. I, I thought it was going to be... Um, I thought it was going to be a home run. Yeah. I was just kind of... I, I just couldn't form an opinion on it because I just, I guess I couldn't get into his gig for some reason, you know. Just, I don't, it wasn't I, me. I don't get know. it, man. Okay, second question, AEW. Yeah. If you could hit a home run with AEW, mm-hmm. if you had your druthers, what would you do, you know, to swing for the fence for AEW right now? Well, and... I don't know how long, how much you all follow the NBA, but mm-hmm. on the NBA, the playoffs, they advertise when, when when the games are on TNT, which is a couple nights a week. Uh-huh. They advertise them literally every commercial break. The announcers are talking about AEW. If the NBA had, and they very very well might, if the NBA had someone like Rodman. Uh-huh. Playing now, yeah, that they could bring over to cross over, who could 
be that kind of that role. would bring enough yeah. eyes yeah. towards yeah. it. I mean, just to be real with you, gotcha. like, like I, I think that would be huge. I think if they went out and were able to get a Conor McGregor, yeah. even for yeah. one match. Especially for AEW. Yeah. AEW you know, I, I'm thinking about it. In AEW's uh, ratings actually higher than the NBA right now. I mean, come on, serious. Who's watching NBA now? Huh? Is yeah. it? So supposedly, I don't know. I don't know the stats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't I, know the statistics. They lost almost sixty-five percent of their viewership. They haven't lost me yet, Joe. Yeah. What did they lose it You're for? You're from Cynthiana, too. Yeah, so yeah. That shows you. <laughs> and one I'm a thing. sports nut, and, so. and you just followed the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about blindly following? Oh, so let me get up. Whoop somebody's Except ass over the Bengals. Except they won a game. What it? Nineteen games now, or something. Nineteen ninety-one. Since them cards were uh, were uh, you know made that I gave you guys earlier. <laughs> Since they was in big lots. That's yeah. cool, man. Yeah. So promote yourself, man. All right. We man. know you're a bad mama jamma. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, uh, man. I, I've got uh, I've got some things popping off in October. Uh-huh. Uh, you can stay tuned to my uh, social media accounts at Juicy Jimmy on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Go like my page on. Uh, Facebook. I have a uh, personal account. Sorry, I don't accept any friends on there. But uh-huh. go like my page and uh, like like my shit, share my shit. I appreciate the support, and th- that's where you can find me. Uh, I've got some wrestling dates. I'll be announcing here soon. And Damn, we you'll get yeah. live weekly updates yep. of this shit. We we will talk about Jimmy weekly here on and, from parts and unknown my travelings and and debauchery. <laughs> Man, Joe, thank you. You know, we couldn't ask for a better first guess. We don't want this to be the last time. We hope we didn't run you off. You know, the we, we, we the Leonos, you know, we'll get you a cold beer if you need one. Absolutely. You know, we'll keep you hydrated. We'll bring, give you a T-shirt. The one thing we didn't do is we didn't have Curtin here. Do you have any last words for our boy from Nexus Lives? Because I think we're going to play the last song is going to be by him. We talked to him earlier. Do you have any last words for Kurt? Kurt, I found out what city I lived in. It's only a matter of time. Hey, this is Nexus Lives Relic. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Slim. Skullface Records Radio from Parts Unknown. See you guys next time. Have you ever heard of a podcast? People listen to them. They subscribe to them. They love them. As a business, doesn't that sound like something that you'd like to be a part of? You can when you hire the pros at Skullface Records Radio. Imagine, you'll have a team of creative and technical people and a killer podcast to spread the word about your business. Getting old biz into new media is not for the faint of heart, but it can happen with the help of Skullface Records Radio. Get a free estimate by emailing skullfaceradio at gmail.com or call 8 8- 859-588-6456 today. Some creepy guy is stalking you in the parking garage at 3 a.m., but you're not worried because you have a Bright for War Industries knife strapped to your belt. Don't be a victim in this crazy world. Protect yourself. Carry a knife made by Bright for War Industries. It may save your life. 
Hi, this is Josh for Bright for War Industries. I'm a professional knife maker with 15 years experience. If you're looking for a unique gift or a high-performance piece of cutlery for the kitchen, the field, or for personal protection, look no further. Look for me on Instagram at Bright for War. Need some t-shirts? Want some merch for your band? Stickers? Whatever you need, let Special Tees hook you up. T-shirts, car decals, and more. Fast, friendly service with a smile. It's just under their mask. Special Tees is now the exclusive provider for Skullface Records Radio t-shirts. Call Brittany the Best at 859-588-2165. 859-588-2165. Shipping is available for an extra cost. Special Tees of Cynthia. Would you like to donate money to our cause? Shit ain't free, man! This stuff takes money. Every little bit helps. We can do a commercial for your business. You can make you money, and then we can make money. Want to sponsor a segment or one of our shows? Want to get famous, man? Want to sponsor a show? Multiple mentions, all kinds of publicity. Email us skullfaceradio at gmail.com. Don't forget the social media. Find us on Facebook facebook.com slash groups slash skullface Records Radio. Listen to Small Face Records Radio. This is Goosey from Goosey's Goodies. Are you looking for some goodies for your next party or event? Be sure to find me on Facebook so I can make you some custom baked goods. You can bet your sweet when I'm in the kitchen baking, I'm listening to Skullface Records Radio. Mention Skullface Records when placing your order and receive special discounts. Find Goosey's Goodies on Facebook, facebook.com slash Goosey's Goodies 1. Don't forget the apostrophe. There is no apostrophe. Your short name is Goosey's Goodies 1. Live out your dream to be a superstar under the lights. Always the best crowd and crew in Lexington. Survivor's Karaoke Bar, 161 East Reynolds Road. Remember to tip your bartenders. You'll find Mama Nancy, Will, and the captain behind the bar. Always serving up the best drink. We got Brian, Bobby G, and DJ Hi-Fi in the booth. Just ripping it in karaoke. Survivors. 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 The best in karaoke in Lexington. Karaoke starts at 9 o'clock. Mention Skullface Records on Friday nights for drink specials. Survivors. 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 Survivors is on a mission to have the best and safest karaoke bar in Lexington. We ask all our patrons to practice social distancing and please wear your mask. Temperature taken upon entry. Survivors. 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 161 East Reynolds Road, Lexington, Kentucky.